afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of Black Sense Fun for me, Robert. And me, Pete. Yes. The rock and the rock star. Moses' wife said you couldn't come out today. That's why he's not here. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Um, but in place of Moses, we have a very, very special guest. We have Mary from the Blackberry Young. Hey, guys. Welcome, you guys Mary. Here? Yeah. Thank good. you for coming down. No you might remember the Blackberry was one of my hookups. Yes. Um, and yeah, Mary was gracious enough, gracious enough to respond to an invite to come and sit on the podcast. So, yeah. So before we start, mm. um, can you tell us a bit a bit more about the Blackberry Young? Podcast. Um, yeah, so Blackberry is an organisation set up by seven people now, um, and the aim is to kind of promote a Christian worldview that impacts the way we view culture, society, arts, um, and God ultimately. Uh, and that's kind of how it was created. But within it, we have podcasts, articles, videos, um, and it's really just trying to engage society um, with a Christian worldview, but very kind of particular about the Black British experience. Yeah, so it started maybe coming to three years actually. Oh, wow. um, but yeah, it's been a journey up and down since. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Is it easy working with like such a, I say big team? Is some people the big team? We say it's a big team. It can be. Mm. Um, so I think I think it's it's helpful. Yeah, well, it has its pros and cons. Sometimes if you want to get something agreed, you got to wait for like everyone to see the WhatsApp yeah. and you're like yeah. messaging people. But it's quite safe in a sense of like if we're making something a decision together. You know that there's six, seven so, of you guys yeah. talking. Yeah. So it's not just one or two people saying something and deciding something crazy. So yeah, yeah. for the most part, and we we all kind of like each other, so it's calm. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. All right, let's get into it. Mary has um, volunteered. Well, I'm she proper nervous now. But oh, right. She agreed to be in the hot seat this week, okay. which is great. <laughs> um, Peter, do you want to go first or should I go first? You go first. Okay. Wait, how many How many questions? Is one, each. one each. One each. Raw. Just one okay, each. so it's a proper hot, it's hot seat. Yeah. Um, for those who don't know, hot seat is our, no, sorry, sorry not sorry, sorry, is our like apologetic segment where we just throw a question out um, that maybe someone who's not in the faith might ask someone who has questions about the faith might ask and we do our best to defend it or explain it because you know as christians sometimes we've got to do that <laughs> so it's good practice <laughs> so my question i've been thinking a lot about the bible and how um there are verses in the bible that kind of clash with like society today okay kind of like kind of like the stuff with like women and their position in churches da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And like one thing a lot of people say is, well, you got to look at the context of the times and the times are written. Da, 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 da. So, um, the Bible was written by men inspired by God. Yeah. So, do you think it will be possible to get a Bible 2.0 written in the modern day so that we wouldn't have to always try and go back to the context of a time that is no longer relevant to us in the society today? Hmm. Good question. Um, in short, no. Um, the reason I think that is because, see, when God was, if we see God as being wise and loving and good, then him giving us the scriptures, he f- it's sufficient, as he's told us, it's sufficient. So as much as we may think if we kind of do a 2019 version, it'll be more applicable to us. I think the bigger issue is that our hearts kind of struggle with what the word is saying. Um, but I do think it is important to when uh, people expose it or explain the scriptures that obviously they explain what it meant for the people at the time and also what it means to us. So I think I think people come to the Bible and because it's not like very simple, it, it is simple, but there's some parts that are really tricky. It's like, oh man, this is too hard. Like it needs to simplify it um, as opposed to actually like sitting down and really studying it and, and trying to understand what it's saying. Um, I, I don't think updating it to kind of meet 
our, our times will, will have any benefit. I, I can actually see the dangers of it. And um, yeah, God gave us the scriptures um, and it's complete and it's and it testifies to who he is in his goodness and, and his wisdom and, and what that means for his people. So yeah, it doesn't need to be updated. I think what it does, what needs to happen is that we should sit down humbly and ask God to kind of explain what his word is saying through the men that he calls to explain it. Mm-hmm. Cool. cool. I'm happy with that. I've got I've got uh, an easier one, oh. a funnier one. Okay, I'm um, scared because that one was a hot seat. <laughs> and I, I like throwing it out because I think it it can reveal certain things. Um, did Adam and Eve have belly buttons? Love this question. I love you? this question. <laughs> I really do. Did Adam um, and Eve have bu- belly buttons? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay. What, so because what belly buttons? It comes because you give birth. Okay, I get it. That's that connection from. to the mother with the umbilical cord. Oh yeah. Ooh, I'm trying to think of how Eve was born. Like Eve was out of the rib. Uh, I'm leaning towards yes. Yeah. I don't know, <laughs> but it could be no. I don't know. But it's just weird. Like if you have a belly button, your stomach is <laughs> <it's> very strange. <laughs> I feel like yes. Because mm. I think, I'm assuming, but conjecture, but I th- I'm assuming God knows that out of kind of the mother's womb is a, is a natural thing. So mm. it's already, I don't know, wanted that to. Hmm. <laughs> Yes and no. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I, I, I don't think? think well, I I don't think there's a correct answer to it, just yeah. in the sense that we don't know. Yeah. You know, and they weren't I I'm of the weird disposition that the Garden of Eden as uh we see it could very well be an entirely different existence to what we see now. Mm-hmm. You know, they they had a relationship with the animals where it was like you know, Adam could name a lion and didn't seem to see him as food. Yeah. Um, they had information that was seemingly edible in the, mm-hmm. wherever the fruit was, you know. So it's, I think it was completely different from what we see now. And thus, I don't think we really know. Yeah. But I think it, the question reveals how seriously we take the Bible and how seriously we think about mm-hmm. some of these things. And it's easy to gloss over Adam and Eve as just being the first two. Yeah. But what were the intricacies of that yeah. Um, uh, of that situation. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I, I just, I like throwing that question yeah. out. I like asking people because I think it highlights things. Do you think Adam, if, if, if Adam and Eve had a race, Adam would win? Because <laughs> if they had a race? Yeah. Was it like running now? Yeah, track? yeah. Like being a man. And We're assuming like, that Adam's going to win. Like men being physically stronger than women. Yeah. Or, or do you think that that, that, that that wouldn't have played a part in the perfect Eden? That, that men being physically stronger than women? No, so I think, and this might be an unpopular opinion, but I think that... Um, sorry, not sorry. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> indeed, indeed. See, this is someone who's got experience in podcasting, so understands. No, so um, I, I would presume that they were the um, perfect physical specimens, mm-hmm. right? In uh, the, the first being created. Um, and if you look at it today, the men's world record for 100 meters and the women's world record for 100 meters, the men's one is faster because... I yeah, I think it's a second, over a second slow, um, uh, Over a second quicker. Yeah. Because of the, just the build, the way that God created the man and, and the bone density and the muscle structure and everything. So if you're asking for a physical race, I still think Adam would win by virtue of the fact that God created the male body differently than he created the female body. And I think he did so intentionally. I don't think that's controversial in it because obviously in every other mm. physical kind of competition, men win. 
Well, I think it's it's not the PC thing to say today, is of it? Of course. But yeah. even if it's not, it's like, okay, you go and carry 10 boxes and, yeah. and let Michael <laughs> yeah. do it and yeah. see who's struggling first. <laughs> because that's that's the <laughs> argument being made now in, even in like, even in combat sports where I think the results are much more visceral. Like you have a woman who says she identifies, uh, sorry, a man who says he identifies as a woman goes and is fighting other women. Yeah. And, you know, literally brutalizing them by virtue of his, you know, testosterone, his body build his you know bone density as i said being significantly more suited for that type of sport than mm-hmm. the woman that he's fighting against so yeah it's i think it's, it's silly it's really silly that we don't recognize the beauty in the differences yeah. between the the way god has made man and woman yeah but yeah okay <laughs> robert That's anything fine. to add oh no i've got nothing to add i, <laughs> I totally i totally agree yeah. Okay, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's move Easy. on. Easy. Cool. <laughs> that was such so much shorter than it was last week. It was actually. Sorry, not sorry. Last week took like twenty minutes. <laughs> it was the whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And cool. I think, yeah. All right. So, is it this week or next week? Elections are happening. It's in two weeks, isn't it? Yeah. It's the twelfth of December. December. Twelfth. Yeah. You better know the date, man. You need to come vote. Um, Have you I've registered to it? I've registered. Okay, I've got the postcard checking. and everything. I know postcard. I'm going. Postcard. <laughs> <laughs> you got a card. I got the card. <laughs> so, um, how how savvy are you guys when it comes to politics, or like what's what's happening within the political climate? Hmm. Mm, I'm all right. Um, I just read the Labour manifesto a little bit like the other day, but. It's just, I feel like a lot is happening. Yeah, so like I was so, just I was just getting my head around Brexit and like yeah. the implications and all these different things you have to do, um, EU law, all that different stuff. And now it's like elections, and then yeah. you're getting like all these different people campaigning. Um, so yeah, I'm alright. Mm. I'm alright. In, in all honesty, I've only just recently started taking it more seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, I think because I feel like I've only recently started feeling the effects of the politics on myself. You know, okay. Where you're not living at home, you're paying taxes, you're actually thinking about some of these things. So um, I, I'm, I'm, ta- I'm spending more time paying attention. Um, but again, I'm, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm really that savvy, oh. to be honest. I'm just trying to pay attention to what's going on and listen to what people are saying, I think. Mm. Yeah. So I work in a workplace where it's majority white people okay and like they can talk about politics for days they know yeah. the ins and outs and everything <laughs> well like when it comes to black people <laughs> we yeah. don't we don't no. really be know what's going on we just know no. labor we just know <laughs> labor you know <laughs> we just know labor and i always find it interesting that yeah like politics is like one of the very few areas that black people don't seem to mm. have th- that much of an interest even mm. though it has such a effect on their lives yeah, yeah. why do you think that is Mm. I'm not sure. I think there is a disconnect. I think from uh, the diaspora and UK politics. So, like my parents, my parents know Nigerian politics really well. Mm. So my dad can tell you about everything. That's and true, he lives actually. in London. Mm. Um, but UK, he he'll watch Question Time from from time to time, or mm. he'll just pop on Sky News. But there's that massive disconnect, unless it's something that's very hearty, like immigration, mm. um, where he's he's really engaged in. But the other stuff, he just feels like it's above him. It's above me now. Mm. <laughs> mm. Do you have the same kind of experience? or you think Yeah, so I certainly do. I certainly do in that my, my parents know a lot about Ghanaian politics. But, well, they've always been just prescriptive in vote Labour. That's, mm, that's my mum. Yeah, same, <laughs> same my parents. <laughs> you know? it's, there's no reasoning. There's nothing behind that. Vote Labour. And, and so you don't see them engage as much over here. And I think it really goes to show how much they're invested in like life here versus life at home. My parents mm-hmm. being Ghanaian. You know, they care a lot about 
um, property law or yeah. taxes or anything going on at home and you can see that's where the investments are and so I think at least for my parents it shows but I wonder why I guess because they've only been prescriptive in talking to me about politics I sort of had that attitude towards it coming mm. up where I don't really know I don't really care I'm not really um, shown to care about because my parents don't seem to care about it yeah and i just know okay we vote labor because that's what mom says to do yeah, yeah 100%. um i think it is like a generational thing yeah. just because like um i just think about i feel like white people um care about politics because it's been passed down mm-hmm. so, so 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 like yeah. they would have seen or heard their parents talk about it um and so they've just picked up that okay that oh this is important yeah um mm-hmm. with black people i guess like, even though, like, we're British, almost, like, politics isn't part of our experience sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess for a lot of us, um, until you move out, you don't really feel the effects of what is happening mm. in the world. So it's like, oh, um, I don't know what's happening. So oh, well, like, I, I can't feel it. So it must not be something worth taking time to go into yeah yeah um which is a shame it is it is because I, I think we don't realize how much it actually does affect us yeah you know yeah. like thinking about a- again my experience with it has been when i was in college i got ema you know to come to go to school uh, which i'm not paying for as well um so that was the extent of my knowing that, okay, the government gives me £30 to go to school. And then when I left school and they stopped it, I'm like, oh, okay, the government's not giving my younger brother £30 to go to school. That was the extent of how much it affected me or the extent of how much I thought it affected me. Mm. But if I realised that actually the government in power then or whatever the policies that um, were, were being implemented then could affect my younger siblings or could affect us in a much more significant way maybe i would have paid more attention to it than just thinking yeah, yeah i get 30 pounds that's that's all like mm. th- does that make sense yeah, like, that yeah, was yeah. the that was the extent because of the extent to which i thought it affected me mm. i didn't really care about it as much okay that makes sense um what role do you feel like the church should play within politics so, so you feel like the church should be telling people to go and vote mm. um maybe giving them a push into which <laughs> vote which, <laughs> which, vote conservative. which party is more quote-unquote christian to vote which christian party okay <laughs> I, I think something i like and um it's a preacher who you guys include in well black period includes in your um opening music ravi zacharias hey my guy um, and how he talks i don't know if he's the one saying this actually but um how the Christian mind isn't one that's only able to talk about Christian things, mm-hmm. but one that's able to talk about everything through a Christian lens. Yeah. So I think the church should be a place. I don't know. I don't know about influencing the vote or telling people which way to vote this way or that. I don't know. Maybe some prophet will say go and vote this person. I don't know. But <laughs> I think it should be a place where we can talk about yeah. politics. I, I definitely think it's we should be able to have that conversation in church. Is there any? Biblical, so like, could could like a Bible verse, like Bible story, be used as like a gateway into getting people to take politics more seriously? Do you think? <laughs> when when well, it's it's not necessarily politics as a whole, but when uh, they asked Jesus whether or not he should pay taxes, mm-hmm. and then he said, "Bring money whose face is on it." Mm-hmm. I think 
that kind of calls you to pay attention in that give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, give to God what belongs to God. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in recognizing that, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't, what, what do I say? He wasn't under the law of the land in the, in the sense that he is God. Mm-hmm. So he, but he subjected himself to it. Yeah. And I think that calls us to, to do the same. Now, there's also verses like, how God puts the kings in place and uh, he elects authority so we yeah. submit to them. Yeah, Romans 13. Um, yeah. See, someone that reads their Bible. <laughs> so... Oh, that's what Google is for, I keep telling you. <laughs> so, I, I, I think, yeah, definitely we are, we are to pay attention if, if that makes sense and that's biblical in the sense that God puts them into place um, and so we should pay attention to who we're sort of voting into place even though God is the one that... Um, at the end of the day, puts them in place. If we've been given the power to vote, I think we should exercise them. We should, yeah. you know, I think it's biblical to do so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know, what, what do you guys? Yeah, I think there's a, oh, I don't remember the specific place, but I think it's either Timothy or Titus, where it talks about like praying for your leaders, yeah, yeah. Um, that they would give you kind of like a peaceable land. So yeah. almost allowing yeah. the church to just be left alone, Absolutely. essentially. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like even just seeing how that works out. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I think, we should, um, as much as we can, be involved in politics, or mm. at least know what what's happening. Because yeah. um, I, I think it's just good to know, really it good is, to know yeah. what people are plotting, essentially, and then <laughs> how to pray for your leaders. Because we are commanded to pray for our leaders, so yeah. we should we should know who we're praying for. Mm. Yeah. What do you think? I think. Yeah, I think that um, being in the world, but not of the world doesn't mean that you won't still feel the effects of the world, of the world yeah, <laughs> in your definitely. life. Mm. So um, if you have the power to affect it in some way, mm-hmm. you should use that your God-given power to to do what you can mm. to affect the change. Not for just, not just for yourself, but for those around you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what about Christians going into politics? How do you guys feel about that? I was actually thinking about that. Because like, that makes me think politics. about... No, no, no. So... <laughs> so, so, so I was um um I remember reading like a Bible like a Bible study or like like a devotion and it was talking about David mm. and how whilst David was king there was no separation between um the rule of the land and and faith it was mm-hmm. all like yeah. one thing mm. yeah and that seemed to work like really well and so, uh, and so like everyone did what David did and and, and like they all prospered um so I was thinking like would would we benefit from, from from that as well having like a proper christian leader at the top who inspires or um is like what's the word we kind of have that though because the queen is supposed to be the head of the church yeah but queen's a pagan though <laughs> okay don't relax okay, no, no. the queen professes faith you know <laughs> <laughs> relax now. no no but you know there's like levels to professor faith <laughs> as in like she's She's like Professor Faith sitting on a throne of I'm gold stolen lying. from Africa. Yo. <laughs> you know? mm, mm. Like, is, is that really the Christian yeah, thing to yeah, do? Yeah. It's a bit that's, techie. That's, uh, that's, that's Thomas Jefferson saying, uh, is it Thomas Jefferson? No, Abraham. Is Abraham Lincoln? No, George Washington saying, yeah, quoting the Bible in his declaration while he still owns slaves yeah. and somehow justifying that in your yeah. mind. Yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. I feel like. Even though Christian is a British, like a Christian country, it's not a Christian country. I don't nah. believe that. I don't believe that nah, one bit. <laughs> nah, I don't think. But no, but I do think Christians kind of get involved in politics. Um, there's been Christians in the Bible, like Joseph was, was a 
basically like a prime minister. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. And there's, there's, I think people are quite afraid, like, oh, if I go into politics, this is going to happen or this is going to happen. Like, you never know, essentially. Mm. Even if it's, you might not be prime minister, but at a local level, you can, you can influence some sort of change. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, why I, not? Sorry, sorry. No, I, I was, I was going to say, I do think, um, there is a bit of a difference because with David, with David, and and with the Jewish nation, they were a nation selected by God, and, yeah. and it's it's different where the entire nation is a nation that God has chosen. It says, "You guys are for me." It's still, in order to show you know to the rest of the world what I do and who I am, mm-hmm. but still, I think there's a difference where the entire nation is Christian, and in a, a nation like this, where, like I said, I don't believe it's a Christian nation. Um, oh, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I yeah. think it'll, it'll be different to have a Christian leader at the top. But then I don't think that would work. But then wouldn't let, let me let me clarify. I don't think that it would work in the sense of Christian values and like you were saying with Jews uh, with with David and and Israel at the time um all following him in worship of God and uh, devotion to God. I think a Christian leader at the top could be but then they would struggle with implementing Christian values in the nation that isn't Christian. But to be honest, most of the values that we have within like the country stem from Christianity in one yeah. way except, or Except for gay marriage. Okay, that's one. <laughs> I'm thinking of Daniel, though. Daniel's mm. almost like yeah, fighting well. against... Yeah. Um, yeah. Daniel's three friends are fighting against kind of what everyone else is saying. Exactly. Yeah, and he was yeah. in a high position, position of as power. Well. So Absolutely. Yeah, I, Absolutely. I think there are examples it is a it is a struggle i'm not saying if you get into politics you're gonna like be Theresa may tomorrow or mm. bj but you can you could have some sort of impact yeah. uh, i've got a friend vincent, mm-hmm. uh, who, you know, like vincent. <laughs> who is genuinely interested in, in politics a really bright guy and like he was asking me we were, t- we were talking about it and I, I was saying to him look if politics are a thing that god's put on your heart definitely you know follow through but <laughs> be prayerful about it. Yeah. I was like, definitely not me. <laughs> well, if God's called you to do that, <laughs> it's good. But I think we do need people in there. Yeah, it's just it will it will definitely be a struggle. Like yeah. politics is one one area where the pressure to conform form is like Ridiculous. stronger than most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, just because like if you want to be able to affect the change, sometimes you need to you know. Water it down a bit just yeah. so that you are palatable <laughs> yeah. Yeah. enough to the people. Yeah, like Tim Farron, they were basically trying to cancel him essentially. Yeah. He was like Lib Dan Lieber for a bit, yeah. Professor Faith, and then every minute, oh, what do you think about this? What do you think yeah. about this? And it's always yeah. the most controversial. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> he was just like, I can't take it anymore. Yeah, so yeah, it's tough. And the way politics is in this country, they want you to say a specific thing. Yeah. So it's, oh, yeah. No, it's, uh, it's sad. It's fun to watch, not so fun to, to be a be part of. No, no. Do you think a, a Christian country would work? So like, so like, so, so it's like if there was like a nation like the Jews, where it was like almost like almost like the Vatican, but Christian. <laughs> Yo, relax on that, man. <laughs> mm. Or do you think being Christian means going out into in, 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 into the world as well as? Do you know what I mean? So 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 so, so like. Like in theory, having like a country with like Christian values is great. Yeah. Um, but then being Christian, we're, we're also called to like spread the gospel and yeah. like mm-hmm. spread the gospel in a country full of Christians. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. Do you wanna? What, what do you? What do you think? I'm not sure. Um, I think like the aim of the the New Testament is kind of to like go out mm. and and spread the gospel wide. But um, so so I think that would be the first concern for the church. So yeah, I I don't know if. The church and state, I don't know. I think that separation sometimes can be healthy. I think when it starts to blend 
it's when it gets a bit murky. So yeah. I know that the, the aim of the church is to preach the gospel and let that kind of go as far and wide and kind of converting sinners. Um, in terms of the state kind of becoming a Christian state, I just I don't see it. Mm. Um, but if it was to happen, I don't know. But then at the end of the day, we know that even if, let's say, Peter becomes like head of the UK, head of the UK, and he's like, this is a Christian country now, and he just starts declaring all these Christian laws and stuff. So we know that individually hearts of men are still away from god so yeah. can we really say it's a christian na- nation mm. whereas mm. like in the old testament it was like they were god's people like god had yeah. actually said you guys are my possession and yeah. he was almost leading them mm. um so it's it's a bit different yeah. i think I, I was thinking of like a, a wakanda style country wakanda <laughs> you know we're, <laughs> we're hidden away like we just <laughs> we believe in god <laughs> You know, we're, we're just all good. I think <laughs> I, I think it could work out nicely if that, you know, and this is hypothetical, I don't think actually would work here. But, you know, if you had like a state-funded evangelism and we're, we're sending out ambassadors and they are literally funded by the state and taken care of and, and whatnot. And I imagine the Christian nation as well would have, you know, we, we'd exhibit or we'd hope we'd exhibit God the most and people will be hearing about us. Mm-hmm. But I also think in today's world, you would have so much um, pressure from the international community for stuff like, oh, okay, we know this is a Christian country. Do they believe in homosexual marriage? You know, and you'd be pressured to take a stand on that. And where, when your stand isn't what they want, you'd then be pressured to um, change your stand, your stand mm-hmm. on it. We see, well, it's not a Christian nation, but we see Chick-fil-A have the same thing when they <laughs> opened a branch uh, um, out in, I think, Redden where they were protested because, and interestingly enough, they were protested because they donated to the Salvation Army. Oh, really? Yeah, and so they've actually stopped donating to the Salvation <laughs> Army now because the Salvation Army apparently has anti-gay um, rhetoric. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I think in today's society, you wouldn't be able to, of course, you do it with the persecution and you probably welcome that if you understand mm-hmm. um, the need for it, but it wouldn't be anywhere near as acceptable as it was back when you've got um israel and, and god's people i think mm. okay yeah if you were going to have a christian nation mm. who who would you have living today to be the head of that nation they'd have to be christian no yeah but yeah but who <laughs> pick a person what in the bible no 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 no. so, so someone, someone that's alive today Rawr. who do you think could for your friend Vincent. <laughs> Vincent, Vincent, Vincent would do a good job. Vincent would do a good job. I don't say if you say like someone, it would. I mean, it would be so clear. Yeah, I would say like my favorite preachers, like Ravi Zacharias, mm-hmm. I think would be a good leader or something like that. You know, he's recently actually stepped down from being the CEO of um, RZIM, and that even goes to show he's not wanting to just stay there and hold on to the power. He's willing to let it go. So, you know, some point, someone like that, I'd let, I'd let be the head of head of state of it of course whoever is the head of state god will still be you know god yeah so (laughs) it would just be someone who's willing to listen to god i think i I don't think that's that hard to be honest okay who would you have i was about to ask you who would you have Yourself. That's what I was going to say. You can tell already. (laughs) Me? (laughs) Nah. That country will burn so quickly. (laughs) Um... I might go for Tim Keller. Man like Tim. I, would vote for, I, I might vote for I Tim. Might well, yeah. I might vote for Tim as well. Um, but, 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 but to be honest, I don't... F- I feel like 
maybe one person at the top, it wouldn't be the best idea. Yeah. Maybe that's like the thing. Yeah. Yeah. In my head, I'm thinking, like, obviously, you see how, like, the design for churches is to have, like, multiple pastors. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not one, no one man should have all that power, no. as um, yeah. Brother Kanye said. Um, <laughs> Brother Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I don't know how that would work for a, a nation. Like, mm. should one man lead? Um, Whereas it may be better to... And that's the thing, now, you're, now we're just building a church. Yeah. Now yeah, it's getting a bit. That's why yeah. I feel like this church. As soon as you said that, I started thinking fivefold. And yeah, I was like, I'm thinking that this church. Yeah. Nah, yeah. Like, let's just, let's just, I think if we have a church, like healthy churches, and then those individuals are impacting society, mm. then you're already beginning to see people in people from the church change in society around them. Okay. So it doesn't come from the top. I think it comes from just within. Yeah, within basically. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Okay. Um, so Peter and I have some conversations. When was it? When, when were we talking? Was it yesterday? Friday? Oh, um, yeah, I think it was yesterday. It was Friday. It was Friday. Um, when the thing, no, thing yeah. on the bridge Today, happened. Yeah, um, just like throwing about some, some, some like topics and like what, uh, on like what, 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 like we would do if if we were in charge of okay. the country. That's really good. Um, which one do you want to start with? Because we talked about some interesting ones. Should we, should we start easy? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Alright, let's start easy. <laughs> let's start with, um, let's start with. Okay, let's start with um taxes. So, do you believe? Um, so, do you believe if you like make a lot of money, you should be taxed heavily, like fifty, sixty percent? What did you guys say? <laughs> I, I said I'm down. I said if you're because the the cap now. Well, we're talking about like the labor policy to add, I think five percent mm-hmm. to those earning over eighty thousand. Yeah. I said five percent in addition, forty five percent of. 80,000, uh, well, the, again, the way that they've broken it down, mm-hmm. you know, it's 45% off of a certain percentage of 80,000, so it's not even the whole thing. But I said, if you're making, you're making obscene amounts of money that you can't, you know, of course you can find ways to use it, you don't need. The wealthiest, I think, should be taxed more to help society. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I thought, yeah, definitely, the wealthiest should pay more by virtue of, you know, they've got more money and they won't miss it, kind of mm. thing, yeah. <laughs> no, I feel like if you're making a lot of money, yeah. it's because you've found a way to make Not like always. Money. Not always. But yeah. You might no. have worked harder. You might yeah. be a bit more productive. You My, might maybe, even if, yeah. even uh, if like, yeah. it's like uh, money that you, you got from your parents, your parents worked hard to get that money. So someone, mm. has, someone has worked hard. Someone has used... I have their slave owners, but no, carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, and there's all people that's got their money. <laughs> That's working hard. That's <laughs> yeah, no, but like someone had to work hard, mm. use the resource that they had at their disposal. At their disposal. Yes, yeah, yeah. And, I hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And so they've gone above and beyond um, their peers and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. to be penalized so harshly for doing that. Right. I so if it, if if you you're smart enough to make all the money and and you're good. And I maybe I'm not so much, and I'm not good, and I'm in poverty. I'm angry. It's my own fault, but I am more susceptible to become the armed robber that robs you on your way back home. Does that make sense? Okay. So you helping out so that I'm not in that position, in some ways protecting yourself. No, but the difference is, you know, but it's and that's that, that's not the only reason. Oh, yeah, I'm just no, giving no, no. an example. Yeah, but it's not that I'm helping out. It's that I'm being forced to give you money. If that makes sense. Mm. And like I think that's what the difference is. Like if it was down to people's um, kindness and stuff, cool. If people want to be, be taxed more for the sake of the, the, the big wider population, cool. Mm. Um, but I don't know. I feel like a lot of people that say yes, tax 
richer people it's because they're not rich. <laughs> I feel like once they, once they start seeing six figures, like, okay, yeah, okay, maybe maybe bring the tax down to me. You know? I know, it's a bit tough because even the 80,000 rule, it's like, so if one person's owning 80K, they'll pay more than if a household of two are owning 40K each. Mm, yeah. So it's a bit difficult. But I do believe that. Mm. That um, if you if you earn more, you should you should you should be, be taxed more. Um, and I think AEK is a lot of money. Like I know yeah, it knows all relative because I, I've I've read examples where people earn like hundred k, but they're paying for private school, so yeah. their disposable income after paying all their like debts and all of that bills and stuff is maybe less than people who are earning half mm. have half as much. But Fair enough, yeah. in in all the circumstances, AEK is actually quite a lot of money. So. Mm. Don't know why you're acting like they're taking you like the average. I think the average salary in the UK is like 26, 27 yeah. k. So yeah. you're earning yeah. maybe three times as much. So yeah. and I, I think the way that they've structured it as well is actually quite, quite good. In that you you've got your tax free amount, and yeah. then you've got a certain amount which you pay a lower amount of tax, and then after all of that, you've got a certain percentage to which they then apply the forty five thousand. So it's not really that much. It, it sounds like a lot, forty five percent, but it's not that much if you look at the entirety of your pay and how much yeah. taxes you're paying. But I think it can demotivate. So like if you're a worker, let's say I'm working somewhere and I'm mm. like trying to be more innovative and better at my job, I'm thinking, okay, if I do this and earn more, I'm going to get taxed more mm. long. I'm not going to do it. Because mm. some people have calculated that like if I earn five grand more, I'm going to be taxed more. So I'm yeah. not going to... I'm not going to go for it. Yeah, I'm yeah. just going to... And that's where you're almost demotivating people yeah. from working hard. That's and improving true. the economy. Yeah, that's true. But then that, that argument as well applies to people on benefits. So there's some people that will look at the benefits and then look at how much they get if they go and get a proper job. Yeah, and it's and less. And it's like, yeah. it's significantly less, so yeah. they don't do it. So you're right. But then, I yeah, I, I do think you should help out. I think you should help out. Yeah, of course you should. It's, it's a humane thing to do. It's not helping if you're being forced to do it. Fair enough. How do you feel about, about benefits? People that need them should get them. But I think, I think the structure in this country keeps you on benefits. Well, like, like the nanny state kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it doesn't encourage people to go out and get jobs. It, it encourages you to stay on benefits. So that's where I think it should be looked at and see if there's something you can do that's a little bit better. But I, I think it's, I think I've lived in a country that doesn't have benefits, in Ghana. Mm -hmm. yeah. You just die. You literally, you literally will yeah. just die. So I, I appreciate it. And I'll never say, Oops, I never sorry. say otherwise. I definitely appreciate it. But um, I think it should be reviewed. Um, yeah. And people should be encouraged to go out and, and get jobs or, or do whatever you, you want to get some money and not be punished for it almost for coming off of benefits. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And how do you define the need of for benefits? So like, so like, so, 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 so like who needs benefits? People aren't work who aren't working mm. everyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. disabled but people, so those who are unable to work, yeah. for like okay. actual health reasons. Yeah. Um, I think like health all across the physical and mental. Um, I'm trying to think, those would be my top two. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'd even say, you know, if you're not working at the present moment, I think maybe you might need some help. Yeah. You, yeah. You, you, you might need some help, but I think it should be such that the help you get encourages you to go and work and doesn't. Yeah doesn't even tempt you to say i'm getting this help and then if i don't if i go and work i'll lose it but then i'll end up with less uh, i think mm. i think that has to be reviewed so I, I think yeah if you're not working if you're unable to work then you definitely need the help of the state yeah mm -hmm. or the church Ooh. <laughs> there you go or the collection do you think introducing national service would be a good way to to help with that 
it's worked in some countries, hasn't it? It's it's worked in well in Ghana. I see it working um, because like a lot of yeah. um, kids will come out of university and not get jobs because they like work experience. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, national service is a great way to yeah, get them into it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, yeah it gives you like it can in some cases give you a trade to be able to say, hey, I can do this. Yeah, hire yeah. me. Mm. I'm curious, what do you think about benefits though? Just just take a step back. Um, I agree with those who aren't able to work should <laughs> should get them. Um, I think that if you are able to work, um, you should get benefits either up to a certain amount or for a certain amount of time. Because mm. I feel like if you know you're not going to get money, you're going to try a bit yeah. harder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> start looking for jobs quickly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get employment. Mm. Um, yeah. I think I think we're too comfortable in this country. Yeah, that's that's an argument. Yeah, um, we're too comfortable. We know there are like so many questions that can save us when we make silly decisions, and so we um, we what's the word? Abuse it. Mm. Yeah, I think of course you, you can always abuse yeah, we it. We abuse the resources that we have at our disposal, which ca- which which comes on nicely to another area we're talking about. We're talking about drugs. <laughs> and the legalization of drugs. Oh yeah, because Lib Dem actually want to yeah. legalize weed, yeah. drug, local um, shops. Or something. Yeah, yeah. I said I'm, I'm all for it. I say like legalize all drugs. Huh? But, <laughs> no, 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 but you can't then go to NHS for drug-related problems that come up as a result of you taking those drugs. You're mad. <laughs> no, no. So you're saying like, let's say I you legalize drugs, so I start taking cocaine. And then I don't know, I'm getting some sort of like issues and I'm going to the hospital and you're like, you took cocaine, get out. Yes, yes. <laughs> That's literally what you say. That's exactly what I'm saying. Okay, I'm not worried. I'm not worried from that. To be the, the Christian nation PM. <laughs> I think it would make people be a lot more accountable with their actions. Mm. I think that like I know I don't take But then you know people are irresponsible though. And then that will weed out the irresponsible. <laughs> think you, you, can, you can assume that those who are young will do will, obviously young people should be given an allowance for the fact that they're they're young. They're Sure. Yeah, but for how long do you get, <laughs> so you get the allowance? Also, some people could just die, as in like overdose. You just, so a lot of people may die. <laughs> you're like, this, this, this is the whole point of accident and emergency is <laughs> your irresponsibility <laughs> has brought you to a place where we can take care of it. But you're no, saying, no, no, no. <laughs> <I've>, <laughs> no, because this is allowing people to to have to make to make mistakes that they know they shouldn't be making. Mm. Just like Sometimes you know, they don't know though. No, no, no. Like you know, like you see those people that that like go out. I'm um, drinking and they get wasted knowing that they could just rock up to an A&E and someone look after them. If, oh, okay. If they knew that that wasn't there, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they would maybe drink a couple less drinks. Or at least charging. So I know, I, I don't know if it was conservatives that were talking about like if you come into A&E, you might have to pay like five pounds or ten pounds. Yeah. Mm. That will, like if I stub my toe, I might, I don't need A&E. <laughs> <laughs> I might stay at home. Because there's a cost yeah, associated so with I it only now. Go yeah, when no, it's but expensive. Like, yeah, like stuff like smoking, like, you get a lung cancer because you're smoking. That's like many years of a bad decision that, that you've chosen to make. So if you chose to to be that responsible for that long, I don't think that um, the taxpayer should pay for your decisions in life. I, I thought I was supposed to be the cold one, but yeah, yeah you're, you're cold. You're moving, you're moving a bit yeah, deep, slightly. <laughs> what do you guys think about stop and search? Because um, so I know conservatives they want to continue stop and searches. Mm. Um, Labour said they want to do like. Do you want to do responsible or like advice, stop and search? So yeah. like if you guys were PMs, would you still allow like stop and search to happen? Personally, I think if it is going to happen, then I think they have to be a lot more transparent about 
the numbers. So they, they have to, I think there should be a lot more accountability. How many stop and searches have been done and which people are getting stopped and searched? And I think there should be a review. And if the numbers are showing that there are any sort of um, discrepancy between a certain race, a certain age, a certain group of people that are being stopped and searched more, then they need to address that. Yeah, that's, that's happening um, now though, because black men, I think, are five times more likely to Well, be this is the thing. But then because because maybe they, they're not as forthright with the numbers, they'll present stop and search and say, yeah, this is good. We're stopping and searching people and we're stopping crime or whatever. But they're not showing the prejudice that's behind a lot of the stop and searches. So I get the concept. And, you know, I think I've actually changed my position on this um, since I've now had a, a little girl. And I do consider, you know, she's walking around who could potentially be around and, and hurt her. Um, but I think I think that there has to be that transparency. And if there is a prejudice, that has to be recognized and addressed. Um, but I, I get the sentiment behind Stop and Search. But I think just so far, it's not been in our favor. So far, it's been, if I'm walking somewhere and there's a white person walking somewhere, I'm more likely, as a black yeah. man, to get stopped and search. Um, whereas he could be carrying who knows what, you know. Drugs. So, <laughs> drugs. <laughs> so I, I, think, I think that there has to be a lot more transparency and um, acknowledgement of what's going on mm -hmm. if they are going to do it. Yeah. I feel like with this whole stop and thing, it's just, it's a small part of a bigger problem because, like, you're looking for these drugs and these knives, mm. but why are there, why, why are these people carrying these knives and stuff? In the first place, yeah. yeah. I feel like that's something that needs to be addressed because mm -hmm. like if you fix the problems as to why these kids feel like they need to carry this stuff then you won't need to be doing the thing but mm. i guess it's easier to just find someone with a knife and lock them up for two years then yeah <laughs> well what do you think i'm not sure i think with stopping searches i'm just very uneasy about it because mm. even when you read some of the read like the wording around it like intelligent searches i'm like black men are still five yeah, times so exactly. which, why yeah. are you trying to say that it's intelligent to just stop black people. Yeah, um, <laughs> this is the thing. yeah so I'm yeah. just, I'm not sure. I, I think the bigger issues do need to be tackled. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think there is a lot of like bias training. Mm. So like if when yeah. a police officer drives past and sees like five black men, his kind of natural reaction yeah. is, oh, these people are doing something bad. Yeah. As opposed to these people are human beings. Like yeah. You should just treat them. If you saw like five white people together, you won't think, oh, no. Gavin and Michael are doing something crazy. So Gavin. Why is it when you see <laughs> Kofi and Kunle together? Um, and and um, what's a Caribbean black person's name? <laughs> I don't know, Derek. <laughs> you don't say, oh yeah, let's yeah. Stop, let's stop these people. Mm. So yeah, I think I think training is very important yeah. um, and understanding the bigger issues that cause some, some of these things. things to happen. Yeah. Okay. One more, one more. Mm. Um, Prostitution. Should prostitution be legalized? <laughs> no. <laughs> In a secular state, why not? I still have a Christian worldview, though. I think mm. I get it because I think if you do legalize, because mm, a lot of prostitution is actually is actually caused from like sex trafficking. Mm. Um, so like, the, this was your point. A lot yeah, of women are not point. just doing it just because oh, I couldn't find a job. Mm. This is the one I'm going to do. Mm. Um, a lot of women are actually being forced into mm. sex trafficking. So I don't know if legalizing it actually will help because you can mm. still just force women uh, to do stuff. I think it should be illegal. Um, yeah, I st even in a secular state, because it's mm. still sin. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so my thing was the Christian worldview, of course, mm -hmm. it should be legal. And I, I believe I have a Christian worldview, so I think it should. Be. However, I was, I was saying in a secular state, what about the what about the um, the argument for 
porn uh, porn actresses and stuff like that who mm-hmm. um, the vast majority of them now are saying they choose to be in such a profession and because it's regulated um, you get your taxes from it but it's also safer because there are um, regulatory um, yeah, like, restrictions yeah. placed on it like they have to do um, tests uh, for uh, STIs every two months or something like that like it, they you know they've been forced to now do that and they're saying it's safer for them so I was saying if you've got the situation with um, prostitution and you legalize it you bring all of those benefits to those that are in it of choice but I guess the the argument that um, a lot of it is sex trafficking is is a real is a real and thing. And also, like with porn, like the actresses choose what they, they what they will do, what they won't do within the scene. Um, when it comes when it comes to you going to like a ruffle with someone, um, you can say. So what was that? Go going to a brothel. Oh, okay. With sorry, someone. Sorry. Yeah. What did you think he said? I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> this, is the thing. this is the thing. Like uh, a guy could say, "I want you to X Y Z." Yeah. Woman could say, "No." Like I would say, no, I've paid you, so you, you're going to do X, Y, Z. Well, no, if it's legalized under restrictions, then you actually got legal backing to say, well, I don't provide these services. I only provide these services, so I won't do X, Y, Z. Yeah, but when does that stop, stop the guy from doing what he wants to do? If I think if it's in if a brothel is a legal place like like with betfairs or um, legal uh, betting places, mm-hmm. you know it's not it's not as simple as you're a bookie and I came and gave you some money to do a you know to to do a bet for me and then the bet goes either way and I now can come and address you. It's it's an institution now. It's regulated now. So it's not just I'm dealing with one sketchy person. It's Deal with the sketchy industry, <laughs> so yeah. it's a little bit better. Kind of, it's but like then, there's more the, rules. But also, for one regulated establishment, there'll be like ten unregulated. Fair enough. Yeah. And yeah, and and, and like also, I, I feel like it also feeds into the depravity of men. Yeah, that's what I was yeah. going to say. Because <laughs> mm. it's like if you legalize drugs, you'd be like, oh, then there's no black market and people are not going to get like the associated crimes that come with. Mm. So if you legalize weed, then the man on the street doesn't need to have a gun because he doesn't have to protect what he has. But it's like, mm. now I'm just allowing people to just mm. take drugs. Same with, you know, there's a lot of sex workers that actually have, they're like, no, I'm actually not being sex traffic. I actually enjoy this. It's, I mm. want to have agency to do it. I'm like, I'm not just going to allow you to just walk in your sin but but that, exactly that's the thing that's it's because we're christian we think that way yeah, yeah sure. That makes sense. and even though yes god created us and uh, god created everyone and so you know it, the man on the street doing that is still offending god but i think that's the christian that's the christian worldview but mm-hmm. in a secular world I, I don't think those same arguments apply maybe um what about maybe because i think with my, me and i think something you said as well robert is about like finding the bigger issues so mm. like tackling mm. sex trafficking which is very very yeah uh, common and mm. it's kind of alarmingly incre- increasing mm. it would be like my biggest focus of just mm. trying to ensure that let's just ensure the women who are doing this want to do it, do it. um yeah. if we if we're able to eliminate that or at least mm. improve that then maybe we can deal with okay you want to do it so this is how we help you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as opposed to just like letting yeah, because if you legalize it, then now you're kind of putting a mask mm. under all the people mm. that are actually being trafficked Traffics, and saying, yeah. no, they, they want to do it. It's legal, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Same way, like, true. you know, when you go to, like, like your auntie's house and, and she asks, oh, you want dessert? <laughs> and then you look at your mom. <laughs> you say, no. <laughs> you say, no, thank you. I was like, no, happy. You're like, no, I don't want like, it. I'm, I'm not hungry. I'm not hungry. It's <laughs> a fair point. It's a fair yeah. point. Yeah. Mm. And um, you were saying that... Um, the prostitution thing and, and the weed thing was similar. 
Yeah. 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 I was saying that it wasn't. Yeah. Because. Yeah. Why isn't? Because. One is like you're selling your body, and I feel like selling your body is different from selling a product. I agree. There's dec- it's degrees. Do you feel like again? Do you feel like you would you would say that if it wasn't outside of? Would you say that outside of Christianity? I yes. Think I would. Mm, yeah. Okay. I think buying weed is different to like actually sleeping with someone. Yeah. So fair enough. Fair enough. I, I'm might even, you might even say, oh, Christian love actually though. Because I was going to say, you might not even say weed is. is, is, weed is I go, well, well, like. If you're, if you're, yeah, okay. Fair yeah. Enough, like, if, you had, if, if your pastor was doing cocaine and your pastor was having an affair, I'm sure you feel more strongly about the affair than you would about the cocaine. No. What are you preaching to me in your cocaine? No, no, no. I'm definitely thinking you're crazy <laughs> for the for the sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> no. I, I wouldn't, I'm not saying it's. I'm not saying it's less or more, but. No, okay, man. yeah, fair enough. Actually, yeah. one is definitely still, disqualifying still. you. You're not and preaching. Then, but you don't you're not preaching for the next couple <laughs> months if you're sleeping with someone. Okay, we might say let's pray. <laughs> Stop taking it. Go to rehab um, for a couple of weeks. It says in the Bible that um, um, adultery is like the only sin that you commit. Yeah, in yeah, sexual in your body. Yeah, yeah you yeah. commit against. So I feel like yeah, I feel like it's yeah, a different it's level. Different. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, fair enough. okay. How are we doing for time? We can fit one more in if you want. Okay, one. No, no, I got one. One final question. Um, this is kind of a sorry, not sorry question, but a question oh. nonetheless. Um, so I'm sure people are like gonna pray about um, who they're gonna vote for. Mm-hmm. It's not just vote your label because <laughs> it's better to say vote label. My mom calls me every year, <laughs> well, every four years. Peter, are you voting? <laughs> vote Labour. That is so okay, so 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 like, what are the implications? Or like, what does it mean if like people pray for it and? Some people feel like God's telling them to vote for one party, mm. but then other people feel like God is telling them to vote for another party. Surely, if God wanted a certain person, He would be telling everyone to vote yeah. for mm. a certain person. Mm. So, like, how would you explain that? <laughs> I don't know. It's difficult. I think I remember my old church. There was like someone that was running for like a party. I can't. I don't remember. I think it might have been Labour actually. Mm. And like the pastor was like. God, we need to vote for this man. This is God's man. And I was like, how do you know? Like, and obviously, and he didn't. He didn't win the seats. So I was thinking, mm. so is it really God's man? <laughs> if it was God's man, he should have won in it. Um, so I don't, I don't know. I think, I think people are free to vote. Um, I, I do. I, of course, God does care for politics, and and he is he's concerned about who who wins, so to speak. Mm. But he's sovereign, and he's kind of ordained what will mm. happen. Um, so I think sometimes it's like this is God's man. It's like two. I think two. Uh, Bible-believing, faithful Christians can vote for two, two different, different people. people. So we vote for Boris Johnson or Jeremy Corbyn, mm. and it's fine. They're not kind of none of them are, is doing something wrong because mm. um, God is the one who ultimately decides anyway. Yeah. Um, I, I think if if I'm correct as well, you don't necessarily vote for the prime minister. You vote for whoever's yeah. yeah you vote for in your, your constituents. So yeah. I yeah. think it could very well be that someone would be better for your borough than is better for someone else's. And, and so God could literally say, well, here, you vote Labour because this person actually will be better for you in this place. Mm. And in your place, you vote someone else because they'll be better for you. Yeah. This, whole, this whole system is very complicated. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. My area is, last election, it was like 80% Labour. Mm. So my area is, I'm in East London, working class, Newham, Conservative is never winning. Mm. It's always going to be Labour for for the yeah. foreseeable future. So Until gentrification happens, and then yeah, I think even when because gentrification is is already spreading its seeds already, okay. but um, it's going to take a. Lo- I think it will take a couple years for conservative to take place. I'm, I'm just seeing so many Lib Dem posters in my area now. Do you know what so your area is? 
I don't know. No, okay. I don't know what it's been historically. Okay. No. But just with these elections coming up, everyone's like, oh, Liberal Democrats. And they've got that orange yeah. diamond thing. And I'm just like, hmm. Yeah. At least I'm not seeing conservative. Cause I'm like, they just had suspect. their chance, man. They had, they, they had their chance to shine. <laughs> <laughs> they failed. And there's a couple of swing states as well. So like, yeah. there might be some areas that are like, it's really close. Yeah. So you'll see mm. people like proper targeting, trying yeah. to swing it. Mm. Um, but yeah, you're not swinging my area. <laughs> What what what? Where do you live? Where'd I live I live locally. I think what are we? I think it's is it Lib Dem? Oh okay. I think it might be Lib even Lib Dem or Labour. Mm. Mm. One yeah. of the two, because like we've got like a poster board with like our local MPs. Yeah. yeah. I, I, can't, I can't remember which one it is. It's one yeah. of the two. Mm. Does it matter to you guys who have seen your local MP before? No. No. We, I've seen my. I think my local MP is Lynn Brown. Shout out her. Mm. I think she's won the last two. Um, okay. So I've seen her like her people them. Yeah. In the area and they have like this. My mom goes actually. She's quite. Deter- she's a Labour fan. <laughs> but they have like a meet up like every three months and they'll talk okay. about stuff in their area. Mm. But um, you can actually you can you can write to your MP. And yeah. Yeah. Stuff like yeah. That. But Did they reply to your emails? If you've them. Uh, my mom's never written to them. But mm. I know I know people who've had like some sort of issue and they've written to their MPs so, and they've yeah. got back to them. I think yeah. if you write to your MP, they should reply. They should. They, they definitely should. Yeah. <laughs> I might try and see what <laughs> unless, happens unless they wait till election <laughs> time and they start like replying to yeah. everyone. Because so. yeah. that's always one thing I've, I've liked about um, and a lot of the policies I was reading in the Labour Manifesto was quite interesting because they're trying to kind of push back like lo- they're trying to p- allow local authorities to have really determine yeah. their own areas mm. so if you might like Lynn Brown Lynn Brown my MP when she goes to um, Westminster she's ha- she has me in mind or my mm. her constituency in mind mm. as opposed to yeah. the big kind of Labour manifesto yeah. so mm. I think that's really interesting to, uh, to know that this person represents Actually this cares, area yeah. and that's their focus yeah mm. um, yeah kind of reminds me of the church like your local church should be thinking about that area yeah yeah. um and Mm. what their needs are and then trying to serve them as Mm. that serves like a bigger goal of just all the churches in the world yeah Yeah. cool i think that'd be a nice place to run up so So who we say we should vote for who do we say god (laughs) told us to vote for oh god maybe through my mom said vote labor (laughs) vote labor but i I actually i actually think they've got the most sensible um, manifesto so far, um, so I, I think I think Labour as well. So yeah, I don't know, I, I I do like some of Labour's manifesto. I feel yeah. like they just they kind of remind me. You know when you just went to Argos catalogue and you just ticked everything. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, yeah, we can do it. We can do it. And your mum's like, who's gonna pay for this? <laughs> yeah, like, Labour. Yeah. You just what do you want? I'll give yeah. it to you. <laughs> I'm just like, who's paying for this? Um, but yeah. I'm not sure, but mm. in my area, it's Labour anyway. So I've really been scrutinising the Labour manifesto. Mm. Um, but yeah, I haven't really read much of um, Conservative Labour or the Lib Dem, Lib Dem party. Um. I think so, because last week um, I actually had Vincent on the podcast, um, and one of his friends, and we mm-hmm. sort of tried to break down what all the parties are saying. Oh, I need to listen to that. Um, and well, they ended up getting a, in, a, in a heated conversation about Conservative and Lib Dem, um, Labour. But it seems... Conservative are being, they're being shady. We don't know what they're going to do with the NHS. We, we don't know. I'm scared, what, man. I need that NHS. You know, we, we don't know what they're going to do with Brexit and what that means and the special relationship with the US and all of this stuff. So they're a bit too shady. Lib Dems are seemingly just outside of, they, they're just, their heads are in the clouds. They, yeah. they don't know what they're doing. They're just <laughs> chatting the most. The Green Party are, nonsense um so far anyway their manifesto and and they're saying they're going to um decarbonize the environment it's just not practical mm-hmm. um 
And so it came down to, it seems, well, for me anyway, it seems that Labour are the only ones saying something that's partly or, or mostly realistic. Even though, as you said, if someone said, oh, it seems Corbyn has just spent a lot of time with university students and just put on their manifesto everything that they've said. Yeah, you know, they just like, yeah. You Why know. you guys not voted for Christian Party? You Is Christians? there a Christian party? There's a Christian, yeah, there party? There's a Christian party. Have you guys ever read the Christian party manifesto? No. Have they released the manifesto? Yeah, there's a Christian party. For this year? Yeah. They've been filling up for time. Because <laughs> I, I even said it on last week's episode that there used to be a Christian party, but I'm not seeing them. There's still a Christian party. Raw. Well, you guys don't vote for the Christian party? I didn't know that they were. <laughs> I didn't know they were running. I don't know people that vote for them just because like, they're not going to win. <laughs> <laughs> so I think in my area, they got like, like a hundred votes for real. I like legitimately a hundred thousand. So I didn't know they were running this time round. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure, I might be wrong, but I'm sure. The but they've not been on about. any of their like, like question times or. Obviously, they all, but if they only invite the big three, though. Of course. They'll, okay, they'll, they'll invite the Brexit Party, Labour, and yeah, yeah, Dems, yeah. Maybe Green Party, but that's it. They're right. not going to invite small, small. I haven't even seen Christian any party. campaign stuff from Christian Party. Like, yeah, am about. I? They're actually about. Because I would legitimately work for them, you know. First read the manifesto. Still. <laughs> I mean, the last time I read the manifesto in 2017, it was it was good. It was, yeah. But obviously, you just think, are oh, they going to win? <laughs> I'm biased like that. My favorite UFC fighters are the ones that claim to be Christian. I'm, I'm, I am I am biased like that, to be fair. Yeah, read the Christian party and see what you think. I'll check them out. I didn't, I didn't know they were running. Vincent should have been shouting them out. I don't even know who Vincent is, but Vincent, man, come on. <laughs> Well, how bad is it? <laughs> we actually don't know that they're running. No, but I think it is because they're small, so people, yeah. just, people just don't consider them because you no, don't really think they're going to win. I'm humble beginners, man. Give it, give it 200 years, maybe. <laughs> 200 years? <laughs> <laughs> get something popping. <laughs> All right. Mm. Okay, so for those who do want to get more clued up about mm. politics and stuff, there's this YouTube channel uh-huh. called TLDR News. Mm-hmm. And like and like they break down what's happening in politics, yeah. um, like Brexit and just like elections and stuff in mm-hmm. in a way that's very easy to understand. So, if you want to understand a bit more about what's going on and not just get lost in the jargon and stuff, I definitely recommend that. So that's TLDR News. Mm-hmm. Is that your hookup, boys? No, 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 no. Okay. That's just okay. that's okay. just a, you know public service announcement. Okay. In that case, can I also make one? Depends. What I'm it going is. to because uh, it's an it's a podcast, okay. but it's um it's also very uh, looking looking very much at what's going on with the um with politics with the elections it's called brexit cast mm-hmm. now it's actually called election cast um, okay. and it's produced by the bbc but they bring on everyone they bring on conservatives they bring on labor people they bring on everyone to come and um talk about what's going on so mm. it's a good one as well if you want to keep up to date cool. um election cast yeah. all right should you do hookups hookups yeah sure i'll go first go cool. so i want to hook up this book so this book is called Kekebo. Kekebo. No, it's not. That's not, that's not how you. Maybe it is. Kekebo. K. Yeah. It's Japanese. It's spelled K A K E I B O. It's the Japanese art of saving money. It's basically okay. like a fancy budgeting book. Um, yep. So you put in like how much money you're making in, in, in a month, what your expenses are. Um, it calculates the difference. It, it has a section for how much you want to save. And then. It, it, and then from all of that, you can see how much you, you, you like have to play with. And then every every week, you can write down all your expenses and then see how much your money you're, you're spending every week so you can see whether you're hitting your targets or not. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, if you're like me and find doing stuff on technology, like keeping diaries and having budgets and stuff is difficult, maybe a book version would help you out. Mm. So yeah, go for it. Okay. Cool. My hookup is it actually changed on Thursday because on Thursday someone tried to hack me in America. Huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> someone tried to recover my Google account, 
And because I've got two-factor um, authentication switched on, I got a message from Google asking on my phone if they if I'm trying to recover my account. Um, and it said, yeah, someone in the United States is trying to recover your account. Is that you? I was like, no. And I'm like, thank you. We'll block them. So <laughs> my hookup is to switch on two-factor um, authentication on all of your stuff, your Twitter, your Facebook, everything. And I think um, most places make it fairly easy just going to your settings and there'll be something to switch on two-factor and you can give them an address an email a phone number um and it's just another level of security because uh people are out there mm. they're yeah. coming for you they're coming for you <laughs> cool mary um yeah uh i've got a hookup actually I've, i was really struggling to be honest um but before i say that it's christian people alliance they're still around though they but they're, they're called I, a christian I'm gonna party i'm gonna check I them out yeah, check. yeah but, thank um, you yeah, I'm gonna check people them are out. still running so yeah. work for them before right. read about them anyway <laughs> a hookup because it's end of the year and people are thinking of like budgeting and planning for the next year a lot of things that people always want to do is read more books mm. so there's this um challenge called the chalice reading challenge so the 2019 one just came out but the 2021 is going to come out probably the next week. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it, the way the way he does it is like you can have the light reader, the committed reader, the average reader, and like whatever you are, the last person. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it goes from reading 13 books a year, 26, 52, or 104 books a year. Right. Um, so if you, let's say for example you pick the light That's one, what, two books a week. Uh, yeah, it is, and people. Some people do it. Do it. I'm, they're mad. So if you do light reader, that's one book every four weeks, like mm. once a month essentially. So you'd, you'd either, you'll pick one biography, one novel, book about history, book targeted at the opposite gender, book about Christian li- living. So basically there's this different mm. categories. You mm. pick one and then end of the year, you've, re- you've read 13 yeah. books. Yeah. So I did it this year, but got to like six books and just gave up. So. Six books but I'm going to try, I'm gonna try next yeah. year. Yeah. I'm going to try next year. Um, what, what's it called? Could you send me a link to it? Or yeah, something? yeah, yeah, sure. So if you guys type notes, in yeah. Chalice, Chalice C H A L L I E S gotcha. Christian Reading Challenge. Um, Sweet. But Sweet. there's non there's non-Christian books you can pick as well. In case yeah. you just want to read generally. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Thank you for coming down, Mary. No man, I had a blush. You guys bonus, bonus, um, <laughs> bonus hookup for the Black Berea podcast, of course. Oh yeah. Check Shout them out. Black Check them out. <laughs> They've been a hookup before, but now, you, you guys it. you guys are you guys are producing good content. Yeah. Um I, I, yeah, I loved I love listening. Uh, subscribed already, so yeah. yeah, I listened to your. Which episode was I listening to? You? The dating apps episode. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that was. People still message me about that one. To be honest. Oh, you're married, <laughs> but you're on the dating app, Christian dating app. I was on the Christian dating app. What Share your experience next, next episode of Blacksmith Furnace <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> a bit techie. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. <laughs> but yeah, cool. Um, Outro. Shout out to Rude for the intro. Outro music. Yep. Calvin Turner for the Ordinary Amazing logo. You can find us at Twitter at The Furnace UK. You can email us at tbsfurnacehotmail.com. Speaking of which, can you come up the the, 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 the email now, please? That's my no. plan. <laughs> no. <laughs> so like, I used to run the e- email. Okay. And now Peter just decided that he wants the password now. Well, so he yeah. just changed the password? No, so like he's, no, so he's got I've the password got, now yeah, as well. Yeah, oh, so you're running it as well. Okay, yeah. fair enough. So it's, it's like my playground, like so my sanctity. Account- accountability, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> okay. Send emails addressed to me, not to Peter. All right, that'd be great. Um, Twitter, you can find us at soundcloud.com forward slash the Blackfish Furnace with no apostrophe. Yeah. On all good podcasting websites and apps, including Spotify, iTunes, what's that one? Stitcher. Everything, yeah. Stitcher. Stitcher. Tune in. Tune in. Yeah. All them things. Blackfish Furnace with an apostrophe. And once again, thank you to Mary for coming down. Thank you so much. This is yeah. the Blacksmith Furnace signing out.